0: Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Today, I want to do a follow up episode about the thing that I talked about last week, which is couples getting stuck in these negative cycles of communication. I shared with you exactly what you can do and how you can share with one another in a way that can get a new result, a new response which brings the comfort and the security and the trust and the connection that you crave in your relationship. It's all about how you communicate with each other. It's never about the problems. It's never about the triggers. Those things every couple has. Every couple has issues. Every couple gets stuck. And the thing that defines a really healthy couple is not that they don't get triggered. It's not that they don't fight. It's do they know how to find their way back to each other? And so we spoke last week about how couples get stuck in this death spiral where they protect themselves, they're not really sharing their heart, they're communicating in a way that doesn't bring resolution and comfort, which is ultimately the goal of these types of conversations. And so today I wanna share with you a follow-up of when you do share and you follow the steps that I outlined last episode, but it doesn't go well, I wanna share with you three of them more common situations and blocks that surface, which again are, are all related to the cycle, I wanna share with you what those blocks are and how you can address them so that you can process through them. Because like I said last week, I almost anticipate that they'll be there. And that's okay, it's okay that they're there. The goal is to know what to do when they show up. And before we jump into the first situation, again, I wanna highlight the goal of the conversation is to share your heart. If I were to, let me actually take a step back. If I were to break this process down into like two sentences on how couples can heal and find resolution, it's being able to share your heart and then get compassion and understanding and love in return. That's what brings couples together. That's how they heal. That's how you find closure. That's how you build security and trust. That is every. That is at the heart of couples being able to have the kind of relationship that they want is being able to share when we're hurting and get a compassionate response back. When you are connected in that place, You can then come up with plans and figure out how to approach situations together and get on the same page. You can do that after you get connected. Trying to come up with a plan and get on the same page before you're seen, before you're on the same team together, before it feels like you guys are understanding each other, it's almost impossible to do. This is why couples get stuck. They spend a lot of time trying to come up with plans and steps and strategies and all that, when really that's not the need in the moment. The need is comfort and to be seen and to know you matter. From that place, you can then do the work of getting on the same page with like approach and strategy. So the first situation that I wanna go over with you is let's say a wife, I remember, I've, I've, I remember working with a couple who the wife would share, and she was really, really good at being open, and she would share her heart. That's, just, that's the theme, is when we get triggered, when we get disconnected, the theme, the goal is to share your heart. It's to say, I'm afraid, or what's your experience in that moment? What impact is that moment having on you? She was very good at opening up and saying, I'm just, I'm having a really hard time right now. I'm hurt, I'm sad, I'm scared. Sharing one of those core emotions is the way to exit that cycle. And so when she shared, I'm hurt, I'm scared, you know, this thing happened and it brought up all this fear for me. This is where the breakdown happened. Her husband, well-intentioned, would then, go to logic instead of being on the emotional channel. Whenever people get triggered or disconnected, the emotional channel is what needs attention. And so her husband would go to logic and try to explain why she shouldn't be afraid, why she shouldn't be sad. And he had he had good reasons for doing that. Because so often these cycles happen unintentionally. And so when he did something unintentionally that brought up fear in his wife a situation so for instance this particular couple i remember there was a situation where the husband was gone and he came home late from work and when he got home from work late her her not being able to get a hold of him brought up this fear of where is he what is he doing i'm having a really hard time right now we're in the early stages of rebuilding trust so i just i i don't have the confidence of knowing he's okay and so it brought up this fear and she shared that with him in a really vulnerable way. Instead of the, where were you? Why didn't you answer your phone? What were you doing? Again, understandable if she were to ask those questions. And it actually is no, it's not a problem to ask those questions. However, couples get stuck looping in that channel when really we wanna address the fear first. So we ideally wanna share what is your experience right then and then you can figure out what's going on and how did this happen and you know what was the situation? so both elements are necessary again this is really narrowly trying to target how do we initiate these conversations because after you're connected it's it's like infinitely easier to then figure out okay what happened and tell me where well, help me understand why couldn't i get a hold of you it's going to be more effective to have that conversation after you've been able to connect so for this particular couple she would share and be open with how she felt in her experience and the husband would revert to logic, instead of being on the emotional channel, which is where they missed. Right? Because he would go to, well, you shouldn't be scared because this, this is this is why you shouldn't be afraid. And it's you know you couldn't get a hold of me, but I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yes, I was running late, but my boss had me stay a little bit late, so I don't see what the big deal is. He would use logic to try to explain her out of her feelings. Which, if that's happened to you, if that if that situation's happened to you, then you know that just doesn't work. We as human beings need to be validated and understood and seen. And so when we revert to logic, even though there was an explanation for why he was late and why she couldn't get a hold of him, all that made sense to him. But leading with that just doesn't work. It causes a miss because when that happened, she would get frustrated with him and they would get into this argument because they would go back and forth because the underlying need of reassurance wasn't being met. And so the pitfall is to lean on logic when you actually need an emotional conversation so helping a husband understand that helping him see that the way through these situations is to validate is to see her is to express understanding and make sure that she knows that how she feels that he gets her and that it's okay and they can work through that together from that platform, that's how you create this platform, a jumping off point to then have additional conversations together to resolve the issue or to answer questions or to get information that is necessary in any given moment. So the second situation that I wanna share with you is when a spouse shares, this can go either way, husband or wife, doesn't matter. Let's say a wife shares her pain And when she does, it brings up, instead of compassion in her husband, it brings up shame. And he just feels bad about himself. And the conversation gets hijacked. And it goes from her needing attention, her needing support, and it goes to him then getting the attention and her trying to comfort him. So there is a place for both people being comforted. We need that. We want that. That's such a critical part of having a healthy relationship. However, the timing does matter. And so if a wife shares her fear and her sadness or her hurt, and the husband goes away from that pain and goes into his own pain, now both of them are hurting. Now they're both alone. Neither one of them are getting any comfort. Both of them are feeling bad and it just leaves them feeling even more disconnected. I remember working with a couple where this was the case. Whenever she would share her pain, he would start to feel bad and then she would be left all alone. And sometimes she would comfort him, sometimes she would just get frustrated and tell herself, this is pointless, why would I even share? I just put myself out there and instead of being seen and taken care of, I feel worse now. So I'm not gonna continue to do this. And so they got stuck in that cycle for a while and then when we started to work together, my goal is to figure out, okay, where's the breakdown? So she can share, great. As she shares, how does he hear it? So in this particular couple, she she shared and her husband heard it as I'm a bad person. I'm a failure, look what I've done. What kind of a person would hurt his wife in this way? Because her triggers would be related to things from the past where memories would surface. She would feel bad about some of the decisions that he made some acting out behavior, lying, dishonesty, like she would just feel bad about the, the past and the ex- experiences that they had gone through. And when she brought that up, which by the way, is the right move, we want that to happen because the way people heal from pain and trauma and hurt is through sharing and getting support and validation and love. So that's the right move. However, when she did it, he would just feel bad about himself and they would get disconnected. So how, would you, how do you handle this? So in session, when we started to work together, this is, this is me paying attention to, okay, how does it go when she shares? You know Can she get in touch with her feelings and share in a vulnerable way? And she was able to do it, she was really good at it. Then the next sequence, the next step on the staircase, as it were, is how does he hear it? Can't, how does he respond when he hears this? And for him, it was, I'm a failure, and what's wrong with me that I did this to hurt my wife? So in that moment, the way that you navigate that is to, in session, this is what, how I handle this. I acknowledge, listen, I get why you feel like this. And I actually admire the fact that you're looking at yourself because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't even look at themselves and they don't really care what they do. So for the fact that you acknowledge that this has been really, really difficult and this some of these decisions that you've made have caused her pain, I admire that you acknowledge that. And for you to acknowledge that and even get hard on yourself indicates to me that you really care about her. Because you're being so hard on yourself and you feel so bad about what you've done, makes sense why, because you care. This matters to you. Her being impacted by your decisions affects you. And I admire that. I want you to acknowledge that that's a part of what happens. So we can at least put that on the shelf for just a moment. Because in the moment, we don't want the conversation to go into his pain. We do want to go into his pain and make sure he is feeling comforted and reassured and seen in a different conversation. But when she's sharing her pain, when he goes to his pain, we wanna just acknowledge Listen, I get it, this is hard. And you really, really care. Because if you didn't care, then this wouldn't affect you at all. But because you do, it it brings up this pain and shame for you. So I acknowledge that that's there. and. So this is how you get out of that. Is there another another part of you that when you see her hurting, how do you feel towards her? So that's the question that I would invite you to ask each other. Or husband, if you're a husband listening to this, I would invite you to consider that question. When you go into your shame, I want you to acknowledge I'm really being hard on myself right now. I don't feel good about what I've done. I've caused her pain. That was not okay. And I just feel bad. That's okay for you to feel that. And I want to encourage you to then ask the other question, how do I feel about her? How do I feel towards her in this moment that I see her hurting? That's then the other part when you give yourself the, when you allow yourself to have some attention, when you give the attention to that part of you, that's how you're gonna be able to get out of that cycle of feeling so bad and beating yourself up. So in session, when I did that, I acknowledged it and then I said, how do you then like, and there's, is there another part of you that when you see her, like, how do you feel towards her? He said, I feel bad. I feel this sadness for her. I feel compassion. I know she's hurting and I feel for her. And I said, that's important. Where do you feel that in your body right now? And he said, I just, I feel this in my chest. I said, that feeling in your chest is your body trying to get you to do something, to comfort her. You're feeling for her right now what does your body want you to do or say? And he said, I just want to give her a hug. And I want to tell her that she matters to me and that I care for her and that I'm sorry. And I said, great, can you tell her that? So in session, he turns to her and says those things, gives her a hug, and instantly the feeling in the relationship changes. Instead of her feeling frustrated that she's been left alone again by the cycle, and the pattern comes in and intercepts that share and he starts to feel bad, that's just the cycle showing up. And so we put a, a like a stop gap in that. We put a wedge in that and acknowledge, okay, the cycle is here, and is there's a, this other part of you that feels for her. Yes, I, I care, I wanna tell her I'm sorry. When he shared that back for her, that's what pulled them out of the cycle. He was able to meet her there and provide that comfort and reassurance that she needed, which then helped her to feel like, hey, he really does care about me. I'm not by myself right now. I'm bringing up my pain in the present moment and he is meeting me here and telling me that he cares, that he sees me. I'm not alone anymore. This is all I've wanted. I'm not bringing up my pain to make him feel bad. I'm not trying to rub his face in it. What I'm doing when I bring up my pain is hoping that I get comfort, is hoping that I'm not alone in this, that he can reassure me that he does care about me. And in this moment right now, this is what I feel. And so that's how you can navigate those moments when the shame comes up. Because like I said in the last episode, shame or rather compassion is a natural result of seeing somebody that you care about suffering. Shame is what gets in the way. There is a block for that. It's, it's likely not that your husband's a sociopath or if you're the husband sharing with your wife, it's likely not that she's a sociopath and doesn't care about how you feel. It's so often either shame or their own pain that gets in the way of them being able to meet you where you are. And so the goal is to catch that, to acknowledge it, and then start to understand or uncover the other part that feels something for your spouse in those moments. The third example that I wanna share with you is what happens when a wife shares her pain, her husband responds with compassion, but then the wife is not able to take that in. Because again, that's more of the cycle. The cycle is the protection. So I remember working with a couple one time where the wife would share, the husband was right there. He absolutely cared so much about her. He wasn't all blocked up by his shame. He had done some really good work prior. And when he shared his compassion, his wife had a very difficult time taking that in. She would reject it by saying things like, well, I don't know if I can believe this, or, You know, I've waited for so long, why has it taken in this long, instead of being able to really receive it, it was some type of subtle rejection or batting away of his comfort, which discouraged him because he wanted to let her know that he cared, that he was different now, that he's done so much work and he knows that he's how he had behaved in the past, how he responded to her pain in the past didn't work. He'd done such a great job learning how to be there for her differently. And now when he handed her, like I used the analogy last episode, uh, he handed her the aspirin, she she, you know, batted his hand away. So when these moments happen, there's a couple of things that you can do. Number one is understand what is the intention of that behavior? Why is that protection coming up? Because again, it's the cycle. It's just the protection showing up. And for her, if the fear is, I can't receive this because what if I do and what if it feels good, and then he lies to me again, or then he betrays my trust again, then he hurts me again. What if I believe all this, then I get hurt, I'm going to be even more devastated. So I, I just can't, I can't let myself take this in because I don't want to get hurt again. And so when I heard her share this, I totally understand that. I respect that, I get it, I would feel the same way because nobody wants to get hurt. And so her protection was on high alert around not taking in any of his work because he didn't. she didn't want to get hurt again. Again, this is the cycle though, because her protection made it so that his efforts didn't translate to her comfort. She felt bad still, he felt bad because what he was doing wasn't reaching her, and he wanted so much for them to come together in a new way. And so how do you work with this? There's a couple of things, number one, Is there a small part of a wife who can start to take in his comfort? Is there a very small part of her that while yes, this protection is really high, it's okay if she feels the need to protect herself. Again, it's understandable, it's natural. However, is there a small part that can start to receive his efforts and can she take some of that in, feel that, and communicate that back to her husband? So this is what we focused on in session we helped her receive some of that. And even though it was only a little bit, we spent time expanding that, staying with it and just like processing that together. And so what I did was to say, okay, I get that there's this wall there that doesn't let you take most of this in, that's okay. And there's this other part of you that you say, that feels this a little bit of warmth or a little bit of comfort, or there's a softening that happens in your body, there's a relaxation, even just a little on some small level, there's a bit of a softening that happens. You can breathe a little easier. And she described it like that. And so I just want you to stay with that for a second. What do you notice as your body softens? Like what happens on the inside when you recognize, yes, there's that wall there and that's fine, but when there's a small part of you that can take that in, she said, "This, this feels good, this feels better, This is what I want to feel. I want to be able to receive what he's doing, take this in and have this heal us. And so as she took just a couple of minutes with that, that started to give her some traction so that feeling that feeling, feeling the reassurance and the comfort started to soften her protection because she acknowledged, listen, if I stay in my protection, if I just stay here, neither of us feel better. This doesn't actually work. It doesn't get us to the goal that we have of healing and moving forward. And so she started in small steps to take in what she felt and then communicated that back to him with acknowledgement, with appreciation and said, said things like, I see that you're trying, I recognize you're working, and I want you to know that it's helping. I'm feeling a little bit better right now. There's a part of me that's still afraid to take this in fully, but I see that you're trying and this matters. And so when he heard that, he completely understood her protection. It's okay, it was okay for him that she still needed some time. Because when she acknowledged, I see that you're trying and this matters to me, he felt like, okay, finally I'm doing something right. My efforts are paying off. That's all I wanna know is, am I doing anything that's helping? And when she could acknowledge that, they both felt better, which gave them some traction to have more of these conversations for her to start to heal. The last thing that I wanna share is in that situation is, okay, how do you do that? Like what? what's next then? Do you have more of those conversations? The answer to that is yes. You wanna have more conversations where you can share your pain, where you can start to receive some comfort, that will start to tip the scales. The other thing that will start to soften and remove the bricks in the wall of the protection is when his is when he can start to, or rather continue to demonstrate that he's different even outside of those conversations. Because in those moments, there's only so far you can get, right? A little bit comes in, it feels good, you guys acknowledge that, celebrate that, that feels good. Then the work continues outside of that moment. It's more showing up in a different way. So this particular couple, the other thing that helped her receive his comfort was seeing him show up differently in the family. He was more present with the kids, he interacted with her, in a more open way. He was less lost on his phone, just scrolling and being disengaged. He was more compassionate with her pain. He followed through on the commitments that he said that he would do. And again, nobody's perfect. We're not going for perfection. We are going for effort and he could see the effort or rather she could see his effort. And even though he wasn't doing it perfectly, him showing up and trying helped give more evidence that, okay, maybe he's different. And so through the combination of these things, him showing up differently outside of those conversations and her being able to receive and take in that comfort is how the scales ultimately tipped, which put them in a completely different place. And so as you guys are reflecting on these blocks and maybe other ones that you are experiencing, please know that there is a way through these. I want so much for people to feel hope that you don't have to stay stuck in these spirals forever. And I get that it feels like they're happening forever and maybe you actually have been in a spiral for months and years at a time. But I I promise you that when you can start to identify your cycle and identify the blocks that prevent you from getting out of your cycle, and then you start to put in new approaches and new ways of dealing with things and new tools, kind of like the ones that we've covered here today, this is how you can get out of those patterns. So I'm encouraging you guys to stay with it, take some time to identify what your cycle is and what are the blocks that prevent you from getting, from sharing and receiving comfort. And I would encourage you to spend some time tackling those and finding the tools that you need, whether it's through episodes in the podcast or reaching out for help, finding the tools that you need, customized to your situation to help you guys get unstuck so you can actually make progress and start to feel better in your relationship. Okay, I hope that was helpful. And for any of the men who are listening, I want to invite you to join if you're looking for some extra support and tools and help implementing these uh, tools and strategies so you can fully overcome pornography so that it doesn't have to follow you around anymore. Go ahead and go to uh, www.facebook.com groups tools to quit. And the link is going to be here in the uh, show notes as well. So I look forward to watching you guys make progress and really overcome this addiction, get this problem out of your life, restore your relationship so you can actually move forward and leave all of this behind you in a way that there's actually closure.